Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Monday morning devotional. <laughs> so uh, yesterday in the service, I talked about faith that works through love. And uh, I just thought I want to expand a little bit on that. So let's see who's online before we start. Let me just try to refresh Facebook again. There we go. Okay, so good morning. Good morning, Janine. <laughs> I think uh, I can always bargain on Janine watching. <laughs> okay, so welcome, everybody. So um, I want to start in Galatians chapter 5. And uh, this is the scripture that has connected a lot of things for me. Good morning, Trish there from Northern Ireland. It's good to see you there. Bless you. And uh, yeah, Nico, Nico is not here. Um, uh, I gave him a, a few extra days. So, <laughs> so we'll see Nico in a couple of days. Bless you, Nico. Um, okay, so welcome, everybody. So let me just see. Galatians chapter 5 or 6 is the following. For if we are in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. Okay, so that means... Nothing of the ritual of any kind of religion. Whether you do it or don't do it, doesn't make any difference. You're wasting your breath. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting everything. So there's one thing that matters. Yeah. Only faith. Oh, you don't have to have faith to believe, <laughs> to, to be saved. Well, then everything you say and do doesn't matter. It says only faith activated, energized, expressed, and working through love. You can never split faith and love. If, uh, what these inclusion universalism guys say is, oh, if God is just, if, if God is a God of love, would he? Okay, human reasoning. Yeah. The Bible says God is a God of love. Yes. I believe. Amen. Amen. So that's, what, that's our response. Not if. Yeah. God doesn't respond to my conditions. No. I don't dictate to him who he gets to be. Mm-hmm. So he writes, he's, he, uh, the word says in, where is it, First Peter? It says, um, uh, Holy men of old spake as they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so this word is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Holy men of old spake as they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit. And the the scribes wrote it down. So now, as we read it, we pray, Holy Spirit, move on this. What did you mean? Give us revelation. So we believe, 2 Corinthians 4, therefore we speak. So faith is our only connection to God who is love. So, we just say, if God says something, we say, yes, amen. So, if he says, go into all the world and preach the gospel, and these signs will follow them that believe, we do it. If he says, uh, those who, who believe and are baptized will be saved, and those who do not believe will be condemned, then we say, we believe, Lord. So, there's an urgency, so we go and preach. Okay? So, okay. Just my 
quick sidetrack to set these doctrines straight. The reason I speak about it and mention it so many times is because it's so destructive. Yeah. It's not conducive to faith. It destroys faith. It, it ha it, it, its outcome is always agnostics or atheists. That's, that's what they become. Okay. The only thing that matters is faith that works by love. So faith works. And the energy that it works by is love. Right? So if we don't understand love, our faith is futile. Right. So let's just quickly go to 1 John 4. And then I want to speak a little bit about the tents in which you live in. <laughs> okay. Where did I say First John 4? Okay. So First John 4 verse 16 says the following. We know and believe, 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 we know and believe what? The love. That God cherishes for us. God is love. So it's not, we don't start with if God is a God is love, a God of love. We don't start with that. We start with we know and believe that love that he has for us. The love that he cherishes for us. If you know that love, and if you believe that love, he says... He who dwells, continues in love, dwells and continues in God. And God dwells, continues in him. The present continues. Who dwells. So, or you can say, I am dwelling. Those who are present with God. Okay? So, man, if you take that to Second Corinthians 5, you'll get some revelations. But those who are present with God. Present tense. That means attention. You give him your attention. So the whole world, the currency of the whole world is not, everyone's not after the US dollar. This is not the 1980s. Everyone is not after gold. Everyone is after attention. Everyone is competing for your attention. All these devices... All the websites, all the social media, all the news outlets. They, they, no one's after truth. They want, you are the commodity. And your attention means they got you. Okay? That means they can mobilize you any way they like. All right. So we need in the present to be attentive to the spirit and the word. Okay? We know and believe the love God has for us. When we dwell in that love, we dwell in God and God dwells in us. Then he says, where are we? Wrong chapter. Then he says, in this union and communion with him, love is brought to completion. So first there's union and communion with him. Before we want to run around and heal the sick, but do run around and heal the sick. Before we want to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But do go into all the world and preach the gospel. 
I want you to see that the relationship comes first. And the outflow of the love relationship is faith. Because how can you do what he says if you never heard him say it? Okay? If you just have some philosophy that you picked up in a book, and you think your doctrine is more gracier than the other, other person's gracie, gracie doctrine. I do believe in grace. I preach it radically. If there's no relationship, love equals relationship. Okay. And relationship, no relationship can exist without you being present in the now. That's what my wife constantly tells me. <laughs> She's sitting right here. <laughs> okay. Me trying to escape into my world of dreams, into my own little world inside, away from all the screaming children. <laughs> but there's things I need to sort out there, so I need to go there. But a relationship requires attention. Okay, attention to what is done, attention to what is said. Attention, there has to be intimate communication. And from there, the fruit comes. Right. In this union and communion with him, love is brought to completion and attains perfection with us. That we may have confidence for the day of judgment with assurance and boldness to face him, because as he is, so are we in this world. Jesus said, if they hated me, they will hate you. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you. So if you read through the book of First John, there's a us and there's a they. And there's a group that's after another, another group. So in the one way, they try to infiltrate them to corrupt the way of thinking. And the other is just plain persecution. But both from the same source. All right? So the Day of Judgment, if you read the whole book and the whole context of this book, it's not the last day of judgment before the throne. Because there you will just have to account for one thing that you've done in the flesh. Do you believe in Jesus? That's all. Did you receive the sacrifice of the Son? Because we are saved by grace through faith. Yeah. Really simple. All the other stuff is just, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a trained lawyer. Okay, so there is something as law of evidence. So you make your case, and then there's evidence. So the evidence of what you believe is all the stuff you did. Yeah. Okay? The evidence Okay, you did this and this and this and this, but we saw that you did this and this. And this is the kind of things that people look at, the judges and magistrates look at, when they have to sentence as well. But the, whole, the, the, the point on which you are judged, do you believe in the Son? Have you received Him? Not it, Him. Okay? And if you have received Him... John chapter 3 says, those who believe, there's a group, those who believe, them that believe, Mark 16. Those who believe will never be judged, amplified, 
condemned King James. Right? Those who believe not are condemned already because they refused to trust in him. So they refused to step into relationship. Believe equals relationship. Believe in him. John 6, 29. What are we to do that we might be working the works of God? This is the work that God requires of you. That you believe, not just believe, oh, like these serendipity New York movies, you know, you've seen them. Oh, just believe. No, believe in the one whom God has sent in the person, relationship. It's specific. You can't just believe anything and that accounts to something. Everyone has beliefs. doesn't mean that beliefs are right. doesn't mean that beliefs causes you to live. doesn't mean there's power in them. doesn't mean those beliefs make you saved. Oh, it's just faith, some people. No, it's faith in Christ. It's not just faith, faith in anything. Faith says, yeah, Afrikaans. Okay. So, in this communion with him, love is brought to completion. And when people come to judge you and persecute you, there's no fear. We have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Acts chapter 4. Oh, grant unto your servants boldness that they may speak your word fearlessly while you stretch out your hand. Speaking, relationship with the Spirit. While, it's a prayer. While you stretch out your hand and performing signs and wonders and miracles by the name of your holy child, Jesus. Yeah. So, boldness comes out of a love relationship. And boldness, says Hebrews chapter 10, carries a great reward. So, verse 18, 1 John 4 says, there is no fear in love. Your true love, no fear. It's not a philosophy of love. Oh, we are, you know, you've spoken to those people. You know, you speak to them and then they turn into these fluffy bunnies, but they've been passive-aggressive with you. (laughs) All the way until that point, you know. But, you know, and the moment they realize what you, you're talking about, oh, the, the, oh, but I love you so much. But it's this condescending thing like, uh, I know everything, you know. I have come to realize my salvation. These inclusionists. They, oh, I have come to realize, I, I have, I've become enlightened about my salvation. So, but don't worry, you will get it sometime. No, it's not like I have a lower revelation and I need to ascend to your high state of revelation. You're wrong. I, I, I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. I have two law degrees. I do read. Yeah. I do know what it means, what you're saying. You're just wrong. <laughs> okay. So if I disagree, it doesn't mean I hate you, but I want to help you. Faith works by love. If there's no faith, there's no love. Because faith is your only connection to love. Who is God? If I sound aggressive, it's not to those who are watching. (laughs) But we need to get these doctrines out because it's destroying lives. Right. There's no fear in love. 
What's the opposite of fear? It's faith. What's the opposite of the outflow of fear? It's boldness. There's no fear in love. Dread does not exist. So we need to spread some love in the world with this COVID thing. Everyone is in fear. But full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love. It's not grown into love's complete perfection. We love him because he first loved us. So if we look at Jesus, you see love manifested. You see love became flesh, the word. You see no fear to suffer the wrong of all people of all time, but boldly going through it, not opening his mouth, but like a lamb led to, to the slaughter, like a lamb before a shearer is done, Isaiah 53. So he opened not his mouth. Because he knew he had the power to lay down his life and to take it back up again. Love. All right. Love doesn't mean everything is comfortable. Love means you have heaven behind you. Love means you got the power of the word, the power of Christ, and the power of the Father behind you when you speak. And when you are confident in that and live out of that it's faith and faith works energized and fueled by love right john chapter 6 verse 63 says the following john 6 63 says It is the spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit whatever. There is no profit in it. The words that I have been speaking to you. See the relationship? See the love there? The words that I have been speaking to you are spirit and they are life. Okay. Just hold that thought and quickly go to Mark chapter 11. Verse 23 says, Truly I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it it will be done for him. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, relationship, believe that it is granted to you, and you will get it. Okay. So, faith means speaking. And love means listening. So, go to John chapter 5. So, sometimes, for us to walk in power... We need to first listen and then speak. If we first listen to the Spirit and then speak what the Spirit said to us, we receive from Him out of His love so that we can boldly speak 
in faith. But if we run around with our opinions, we're not speaking out of relationship, and it will destroy lives. Uh, I assure you, verse 24, John 5, most solemnly I tell you, the person whose ears are open to my words, who listens to my message and believes and trusts and clings, relies on him who sent me, has life. So it's the Spirit that gives life. How does the Spirit bring, impart that life? By words, spoken. And he does not come into judgment and does not incur sentence of judgment, will not come under condemnation, but he has already passed over out of death into life. Believe me when I say to you. The whole book of John is full of belief. If you want to knock belief, you've got to tear out the book. Believe me when I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, the time is coming and is here now when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear it will live. They shall live. For even as the Father has life in himself and is self-existent, so he has given to the Son to have life in himself and be self-existent. And he has given him authority and granted him power to execute judgment because he is a son of man. So he had to become a son of man because God gave authority over the earth to man, to Adam. Do not be surprised and wonder at this. For the time is coming when all those who are in tombs shall hear his voice and they shall come out. Those who have practiced doing good will come out to the resurrection of new life. Those who have done evil will be raised to judgment, raised to meet their sentence. So all will be raised. So this whole thing of there's no hell and the inclusion and universalism uh, is completely blown away by a, re a revelation of resurrection, yeah. as is the whole rapture thing. Verse 30. I am able to do nothing from myself independently of my own accord, but only as I am taught by God. Oh, so he must have listened. He, because of love, he must have received what the Father said to him before he spoke. He must have seen what the Father showed him before he acted. Okay? Okay. And as I get his orders, even as I hear, I judge. I decide as I'm bidden to decide. As the voice comes to me, so I give a decision. And my judgment is right because I do not seek or consult my own will. So it's not a self-seeking thing. It's not for my comfort. It's to express him. I have died. So my comfort is irrelevant. But he lives. I have no desire to do what is pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and the pleasure of the Father who sent me. So if we receive the Son, we receive Him who sent Him. Believe in the one who has sent. Okay. If I alone testify on my behalf, my testimony is not valid and cannot be worth anything. There is another who testifies concerning me, and I know and am certain that his evidence on my behalf is true and valid. You yourselves have sent an inquiry to John and has been a witness to the truth. But I do not receive mere human witnesses. The evidence which I accept on my behalf is not from man. But I simply mention all these things in order that you may be saved. Saved from what? 
John was the lamp that kept on burning and shining to show you the way. And you were willing for a while to delight yourself in that light. But I have as my witness something greater and weightier than that of John. For the works that the Father has appointed me to accomplish and finish. The very same works that I'm now doing are a witness and a proof that the Father has sent me. So here is an outflow of the love between the Father and the Son. Is the Father does his works through the Son, testifying together with the word that the Son so boldly speaks that he heard from the Father. And the Father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. Not one of you has ever given ear to his voice or seen his form. So someone who has a relationship with God is not at the mercy of someone who has an opinion. Okay? None of you have ever given ear to his voice or seen his form. Listen. Give an ear. Isaiah 55, listen and your soul shall live and let your soul delight itself in fatness. You know, hearken diligently, eat what is good. What's the good? Whatever he says. John, James chapter 1, man's anger does not promote the righteousness of God. Okay, so be slow to speak and be quick to listen. Slow to speak, quick to listen. For man's anger does not promote the righteousness of God. So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive the word. Listen. Receive the word which rooted and implanted in your hearts contain the power to save your souls. So whatever you hear in that love relationship has the power to save your soul. And you are completely transformed by the entire renewal of your mind. By simply embracing the love relationship. By simply knowing and believing the love God cherishes for you. If you feel his love, you know what love is and you can give expression to it. And then you know what he feels. Then you can think the way he thinks. We love him because he first loved us. And the father who sent me as himself testified concerning me. No one has even given ear to his voice or seen his form. You have always been deaf to his voice and blind to the vision of him. I don't want to listen to anyone that's deaf to his voice and blind to the vision of him. We need a sanctified imagination so that we can imagine the word and see what the word says. So we can imagine in accordance with what the spirit of God says. If our minds are renewed, we can do that by the sanctification of the spirit. So you start and imagine the living waters flowing out of you. It's true. One time I prayed for a, for a lady at the Mamalodi Hospital. And uh, the, there was pain in the knee. And I saw like a, like a whirlwind going through the knee. I imagined it. 
And she said, it goes like, she felt that thing. God honored the thought. So was it me or was it the spirit? Well, we're one, aren't we? Okay. So imagine the word. Meditate on the word. Imagine the word happening to you and through you. And you have not his word living in your hearts. Sure. But you do not, because you do not believe and adhere to trust and rely on him. So if someone says you don't have to believe, they surely don't have his word living in their hearts. That's why you do not keep his message and living in you, because you do not believe in the messenger whom he has sent. It's all relationship. You search, investigate, pour over the scriptures diligently because you suppose and trust that you have life through them. And these very scriptures testify about me and still you're not willing but refuse to come to me. And still you're not willing but refuse to come to me, the person. All you are burdened and heavy laden, Matthew 11. Let them come to me and I will give them rest. See our time is up. I receive not glory from men. Okay, verse 45, I just have to throw this in. Uh, 45, put out of your minds the thought and do not suppose as some of you are supposing that I will accuse you before the Father. There is one who accuses you. It is Moses, the very one on whom you have built your hopes, in whom you trust. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me because he wrote about me. So they don't even believe Moses. Okay. Not enough time to speak more about that. <laughs> All right. I want you to see this. Faith works through love. If you know him, you'll know what he says. If you see him, you will do what he shows. So how can I know him? Well, Holy men of old spake as they were moved upon by the Holy Spirit. So Holy Ghost, move upon me the same way. Decode what is written here. Speak to me. How do I know the will of God? Read it. It's here. But read it with the Holy Ghost. Uh, I think it's Smith Wigglesworth that said, uh, from Bradford, England, 100 years ago. He said, some people like to read their Bibles in Greek and some read them in Hebrew, but I like to read my Bible in Holy Ghost. <laughs> right? Let him show you. Let him speak to you. Read. That's what Bill Johnson says. I read until he speaks to me. If you just open up and read, sometimes I read two verses and it's just, wait a minute. Then there's just so much coming to me. And then I was like, oh my goodness, wait, stop. <laughs> Why is this too much? Because it just connects to all these other scriptures. Sometimes it's good to read one verse slowly for a whole day. Do you really hear what he's telling you now? I know I'll use a lot of scriptures, but it's to bring over something that he spoke to me. Okay. So in relationship, through that love, you receive something. You give you expression. But then also, there's people that he sent. Gave gifts to the church. Ephesians 4, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. 
I saw this meme. I just wanted, uh, I'm sorry I'm taking time. But, uh, it's this meme of Oprah, you know, in her show. <laughs> it says, you're an apostle, you're an apostle, you're an apostle. Everybody is apostles. You know, everybody, if I see another business card with apostle on it, okay. But the, at least we know there were some real ones. <laughs> we receive what they say. But there are real, real prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Okay, I'm not going to go into a whole fight about that now. But what I'm saying is there's people that God sent to preach by the Holy Ghost. When we receive them, what happens is the love that they carry out of which they operate, their faith works through that love, through that relationship. That love is imparted to you, and it benefits your life. Christ in them is speaking to you. Receive Christ in them. If you receive them, you receive them. him that sent them. Christ sent them. If you can recognize Christ in a fallible human being, if you can look past my obvious mistakes, if you can look past the obvious clay pot, broken vessels of clay, and you can see the gift inside. And you can recognize him who spoke to me. Then you can receive something great. Then you can go further than I've gone. You may even see something greater than I was seeing. Okay. But receive him. All right. Ah, there's some other stuff I wanted to say, but I think that's good. It's just to show you that through relationship... The outflow of the relationship is faith. So let that faith be powerful in your life. Faith works, but faith works through love. Okay? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, relationship. I think they're powerful. Okay? They're one, but they're three, but they're one. Now we are one with Him and one with them. So the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, opened themselves, Himself, themselves, up. I said, come on in. We give you access. Come on in. So now it's Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the head, and the church, the body. The exercising of the headship. You are one with him. He loves you. Love makes the many one. Right? So if we can give expression to love through faith, the church is united. There's not 35,000 denominations fighting with one another about philosophies. But we will see the Christ walking on the earth with signs and wonders and miracles. The same works that the Father did through them, like we saw in the book of Acts. Okay. So thank you, everybody. Let me just say, okay, let me just look at the comments. I got YouTube. I got Facebook. I've got everything. It's all here. Okay. Good morning from... N-I, that's probably the Northern Ireland. Sarah McCracken, bless you, Sarah. It's good to see you there. Uh, who else is here? Yes, sanctified. Yeah, awesome. That imagination thing, I'm going to speak about it soon. Okay, Janine, bless you. And Rob, bless you, man. It's good to see you there from Randburg. Powerful. We are rooted and grounded in love. Absolutely. Right, everybody, thank you for watching. And everyone that's going to watch it afterwards, uh, 
Yaku there in America. I don't know if you're coming already to South Africa, but bless you. And, and also Peter there in the Western Cape. Bless you guys. We love you. And whoever else is watching, <laughs> please send us an email. I, let me just pop my email address on here. I think I got it on here. Uh, that's it. Yeah. So send me an email. If you have any testimony or you just want to tell me who you are and where you're watching us from, uh, please just send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you have any prayer requests or anything or testimonies or whatever, just send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. All right. So thank you, everybody. And uh, I hope you have an amazing day. I'll see you again tomorrow, 9 o'clock South African time, GMT plus 2. So... Uh, Have an amazing day. Amen.